Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Matthew 3, verses 13 through 17. John the Baptist came on the scene yesterday. Today we're going to see him do what his name implies, and that is to baptize. He's going to baptize Jesus despite John's protests. Jesus asks him to baptize him. And we're going to see a scene here where all three members of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, are together in one spot and observed by Matthew the writer here. It's a fascinating text. Let's dive in. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened up to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, with whom I am well pleased. So, we don't know this from Matthew but we know it from other Gospels that we'll get to eventually. And Jesus and John are cousins. Mary is the cousin of Elizabeth. Elizabeth is John the Baptist's mother. She gives birth to John the Baptist just a little bit before Mary gives birth to Jesus. And Jesus comes and asks John to baptize him. This seems strange. Just like John said, wait a minute, why am I baptizing you? I need to be baptized by you. Jesus says, no, 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 this needs to be done because it will fulfill all righteousness. So a couple things happen in this interaction. One is huge endorsement of John's ministry by Jesus. In other words, the Savior of the world comes and asks the guy who's been calling on people to repent, who's been saying, as we talked about in yesterday's podcast, it's not good enough for you to be a descendant of Abraham. You need to bear fruit in line with repentance to be saved, to be part of God's family. And if you're not part of God's family through repentance and the fruit that comes from that, then you're going to be cut off and burned in unquenchable fire. John is shooting straight with these folks, and Jesus comes and asks, Asked John to baptize him, thus endorsing John's ministry, which is huge. Second thing that happens is what is this Jesus needs to be baptized? It's not like he's sinful. You know, baptism is an outward sign of an inward reality. When someone comes to faith in Christ, they are they're baptized. The idea is that you're sunk to the depths, you're dead in your sin under the water, and then you're raised out of the water to new life. It's a, it's a symbol of what has happened spiritually for those who know Christ. Their sin has been washed off and they've raised up to new life, clothed with the righteousness of Christ. Jesus doesn't need that because he is righteous. He doesn't need to be cleansed from sin. But what Jesus has come to earth to do is to identify with humans. In fact, he's going to stand in their place. He's going to be the substitute for humans. He's going to pay the penalty for their sin on the cross. And to do that, he needs to fully identify as a human. This isn't just God in human flesh. This is a human identifying with humans in their sinfulness. Not that he's sinful, but that he is going to be their representative. He's going to be their substitute. And in order for that to all be fulfilled, he needs to be baptized. So when he's baptized, a remarkable thing happens. The Spirit of God, remember there's a Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The word Trinity, by the way, is never in the Bible, but we take scenes like this and we can put it together. There are many other texts and passages that convince us that the Trinity is a real thing. A one God with three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Of course, the Father is God the Father, the Son is Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit. Well, here comes the Spirit of God descending on the Son who has just been baptized, and then you hear this voice from heaven, and it's God. 
God the Father, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. What an amazing circumstance, event, cosmic coming together of these three members of the Godhead. The people who were there that day and saw this may have had no idea how significant it was what they were seeing, but we can look back through the words of Scripture and see how significant it was. One thing that's good to remind ourselves God says about his son, Jesus, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Have you ever considered that God, if you have faith in Christ, would essentially say the same thing about you? When you you have faith in Christ, you are clothed with the righteousness of Christ. God sees you as perfect and holy and blameless, not because you are, but because Christ was. And through faith, his perfection, his righteousness is given to you. Not only that, but the penalty that you once owed him for sin, uh, namely death, physical and spiritual death. It's been paid by Christ who died in your place and rose again from the grave, defeating sin, death, the power of the devil. And so through faith in Christ, you stand before God, the holy, just, perfect God of the universe who spoke this thing into creation and sustains every breath. This guy looks at you and says, if you have faith in Christ, you are his son, you are his daughter, and with you, he is well pleased. That's remarkable because we know ourselves. We know that we aren't deserving of that. We know that there's a lot about us that is not pleasing, yet God, through Christ's work on this earth, which he's just beginning in this text where he's being baptized by John, it's culminating in the death and resurrection of Christ, And through our faith in him, we can stand confidently before the creator, knowing that he is pleased with us and he loves us because of what has been given to us through faith in Christ who earned it for us. Lord, thank you for the gospel. Thank you for these truths. Help them to inspire us to live more boldly and confidently and securely for you each day. Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners— First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.